you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Who's scruffy-looking? Hello, what have we here? I just assumed he's a walking. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to introduce the world premiere of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. Yep, we're three comrades that met at Star Wars Celebration this past year in April. My name is James. I'm based in uh, Portland, Maine. My buddy Ed. Where are you, Ed? Uh, uh, here, yes. Yeah, he's from Lewiston, Maine. And over there, across the pond. Hey, ho, ho, ho. In Nottingham Palace. <laughs> you got Kev. I am the, the king of I am the king in the palace, I'll have you yes. know. Yes. Yes, he is the, hello, he's hello, the king hello. across the pond. I always say. like to think of the UK in England. I, I like actually. to think of you as the sheriff of Nottingham. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm happy to play that role. I'm happy, is that more actually than real? happy to play that role. Yeah, of I thought that was all fake. I thought that was all no, no, Disney no. shit. Of course it's real. Of course it's real. We have an actual sheriff. Oh, so, nice. Although, sure. although to be fair, I don't I say I'm from Nottingham, but I actually live about eight miles from Nottingham. So, um, so that kind of yeah, that's oh, it shattered the illusion a little bit. But we'll just say I'm from Nottingham because it sounds cooler. <laughs> well, it's like everybody says, "Where are you from, Maine?" No, I just say I'm yes. from Boston. <laughs> Where anyway, so the three of us, we all met. Uh, in line for the last Jedi panel at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. 30 in the afternoon, and we were in there for hours and hours. It was awesome, wasn't it? Awesome, awesome, awesome. The liquor and the beer ran dry at 2 a.m. <laughs> it was the saddest moment of the whole well, trip. The liquor, the beer, the pizzas, the... Oh, the revolting pizzas of... The, the diabetes. Oh, uh, Jesus. Jesus. All Jesus, the diabetes. Jesus. Everything, wasn't it? It was yeah. just... But it was, you know, it was a good time. We bonded. We made some good friends. We met Liam. We met our friends Claire. Claire we, we didn't yeah, sleep we met, much. We had Stefan with us. Yeah, we had Stefan with us. That was awesome. So we that met some awesome. really good friends there. And you know what? We're really happy to sort of bring this uh, bring this podcast to you folks, the the people, bringing it to the people, the people who are listening to this thing. Because you know what? We love Star Wars. You love Star Wars. Everybody loves Star Wars. So let's talk Star Wars. So let's get into it, boys. Let's get yes, right involved. Yeah. Let's get involved. We love what do we got? Last Jedi. Yes. What do we got? Well, we can start with, we can do Jedi last because there's a lot of EW stuff. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> we'll freaking take it away, bud. So first, Disney announced that they're starting their own streaming service. So currently they uh, stream some of their stuff through Netflix. They got like a Disney XD app and then they go through their cable providers. But they're finding it might be more lucrative to start their own thing. What do you guys think? James? 
I think that's stupid. <laughs> is that the end of that argument? That yeah. is just stupid. The no. end. The end. Seriously. Come on. Yeah. I already got it on Netflix. It's already hard enough to keep track of all these friggin' streaming things and everyone's getting away from cable and everything else and cutting the cord and being all cool and shit and yeah. getting Hulu and Netflix and HBO Go and by the time you add all these up, you might as well just have cable and have all this stuff. But I think I think it's different over here because we don't get Star Wars streamed on Netflix. So um, we have like Sky Movies and everything else. So your Netflix must be different to ours because we don't have... So it must be like an American thing. With the uh, hold on, hold on. I'm in front of my TV right now. Let me go check. Because yeah. <laughs> they did actually have the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy uh, on Netflix for a time before they... Uh, I think they took it off Netflix just before Force Awakens came out. Or yeah, I was before. no, I was under the impression the older stuff was still Fox, so they did not have a deal with Netflix. <laughs> and I yeah. never saw it on Netflix, I, but uh, yeah. but the newer stuff like Force Awakens and Rogue One are Disney. So they they are on Netflix. I don't so, think they're on it. I could be I know wrong, Rogue One we, is. I don't know if Force Awakens yeah. ended up going on, but. I mean, uh, the Clone Wars and stuff were always on, and yes. but there's also like the Disney HXD uh, app that's on. Oh, they got Ducktales now. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. where I got. That's where. Oh I watched yes. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, sidetrack. But no, they have. Um, yeah, they have Star Wars Rebels and stuff on Disney XD. If you yeah. don't, just, you know, record it off the TV, you know, <clears throat> TV art or TiVo, or whatever the hell you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got all that. So yeah, but I'm sure the I could be wrong, but I'm sure Netflix over here doesn't have Rogue One on because we've got. Um, I know it's on Sky Movies at the minute because we've obviously got like a Sky Channel just packed full of like the Star Wars films. It's the back to back and constant and everything. So I don't think they're on Netflix over here. Well, so Bob, anything... the CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, mentioned that he he they've thought about doing a Star Wars only app for streaming, but they're leaning probably not going to do it because of the content they'd have to make for it to be too demanding. Yeah. yeah but yeah that sounds it but if disney gonna make more money out of it though they will set up their own channel won't they? that's what they're gonna look at let's be fair that's i mean what... <laughs> I, i'd be all right with like you know the espn stuff on one app and then marvel and star wars and i don't know pixar like all their movies non-kid movies on on another app that'd be all right mm. are they talking of a separate subscription for that though yeah yeah so that would be just yeah you'd be paying on top of the other netflix as well wouldn't you right or you'd <laughs> just get rid of netflix like i did i don't have <laughs> Ooh. i found i wasn't watching it like i watched stranger I just things, watch things illegally ed is that what you're saying no. no, no, dude. You watch Braveheart. That's what you watch on Netflix, man. Hunt for October. Come on, come on. these are classics. <laughs> the classic eighties stuff. I watched The Fugitive the other day, which was I'd not seen for ages. Oh, oh my god! With Beautiful. my hero Harrison Ford, that was like wow. Yeah, yeah. our man Harrison. You got Harrison's autograph, right? Yeah. When did you get his? Um, last week. What? It came through last week. Harrison Ford. Yeah, I had to order it. Yeah, so for what? all you listeners, Kev is a big autograph collector. Yeah. Kev, tell us a little bit, just the general idea of your collection. 
Oh God! Yeah, um, to go into well, details, just you like know, numbers. you know, when you think you're doing quite well on autographs, and you're thinking, oh, yeah, I've got about, I think I've got ninety, about ninety-six, ninety-seven now. Um, I'm close to the hundred mark, and I've probably been collecting fifteen years, twenty years. Um, so it all started sort of with the original trilogy but then obviously as star wars has expanded but i've now got the main three i've got harrison ford carrie fisher and mark hamill which were the three obviously that i wanted they were the three that i went for and then it's just been picking them up as it goes obviously recently i've got loads of the rogue one stuff we've had events <clears throat> some brilliant events in london recently with all the loads of rogue one cast there and everything else so yeah i'm i'm I just love meeting the stars and just talking to them and, you know, getting their, getting their backstories on the films and, you know, how long they were on set for, what they, what, what it meant to them and everything. So, yeah, it's going all right. It's going all right. But I'm close to the 100, Mark. I'm close to the 100, which doesn't, I've got to be honest, doesn't sound a lot when I think I've been collecting them for 15 years. <laughs> you need to go know, you need to go like down to pine woods and go down to like the sanitation department and be like Are i you just need to get like just like, completely did you sweep up um, some of the stats and you want to sign yeah. this yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is but it's one of those things i've said before like because i was at um um we went to the london one about two months ago where they, when i wanted to get the donnie yen one <clears throat> and I was talking to this guy there and I was like, you know, there was this guy going, I've got about five autographs, I've got six. And I was like thinking, hey, I'm, I'm all right, I've got, I was like, yeah, I've got about 80, 90 odd. And this guy went to me, I was talking to this guy who's like a proper collector and he went, yeah, I've got about 250. And I just suddenly <laughs> just felt the most, I just sort of went, my heart just went, that's it. That, you know, it's like the Homer Simpson joke, isn't it? Though? How, how good you are, you, th you know, think you are good at something. There's always somebody a million times better than like you. Way so. better, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, fair enough, mate. And I was just like, he must have been collecting a hell of a long time. Um, I mean, think about the money you invest into all those. Holy I, 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 shit. Get out of it. I'm not, I'm not thinking of that. Oh, God. That <laughs> <just> like... <laughs> <laughs> you must be... Yeah, yeah. Think of how big your house could be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think I could have brought a second house with what I just paid for Harrison Ford's autograph. So, <laughs> uh, so wait, tell me, tell me about Harrison Ford's. You had to mail away for it. It was one of those. Yeah, it was a little cheap because obviously we we were. He's never going to do right. Um, a, a personal signing is he or any sort of. He'll turn up at the events, but he's never going to be. So unless. Oh yeah, no. no, he's too beautiful <clears throat> for that. No way. So it was just one of the official picked ones, and I, it was, you know, it was a lot of money, as you can imagine. But I just, I just wanted to get that signed by him and get it to me. He got it personalized. Um, oh, so he personalized it for you? Oh yeah, yeah, it's signed to me, and then there's a photo of him signing it. So <clears throat> that I'm happy with that. I just wanted to get because I'm going to get probably get those um, framed, like the three main ones, because they are now all signed to me. Nice. <clears throat> and I've, oh, it's yeah. I, I thought I'd send the pic to you. I'll send it, but it's yeah. I mean, I've met Mark. I've obviously met Carrie before everything. So, you know, apart from being in the same room as Harrison at the uh, celebration in Orlando, it's. I don't think I'm ever going to meet him personally. I suppose, but yeah, I had to mail away from it. There you go. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the, the one that I wanted. And, you know, so, yeah, it's signed to me. It's personalized. But I just thought putting all three of those together in a little frame and um, 
just getting those sort of on display. That's obviously I'm. I love Star Wars now, but the, the original trilogy was what I sort of grew up on, and you know I love more than anything. I, I can imagine the, the prices have gone up lately too. Well, I mean, yeah. the Carrie Fisher yeah. ones. I mean, some of the Carrie Fisher ones now are ridiculous because there's people charging, you know, like four or five hundred quid over here for that, which is what's that over there, six, seven hundred dollars and things like that. And you're thinking that's that's not right. That's not right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's crazy because it, well, the year before. Um, the year before the movie even came out, she was only like hundred bucks or hundred and twenty yeah. bucks or something like yeah. that. Oh, so crazy! London there, and I think I think like the autograph there to get stuff signed were like a hundred. Oh, people, I'm not sure what it was because I'd obviously already got that one, but I'm sure it's like a hundred and maybe hundred and twenty, hundred and twenty-five quid, something like that. So even now they started starting to, you know, always the case, isn't it when? tragedy things like that happen they just shoot up in value and shoot up in price don't they so yeah um i mean tells to this day she was my favorite my favorite one that i've met of, of the star wars of all the guests that i've met she was just fantastic um just her personality or like oh, what she, she, was stuff just, she said or yeah she was everything that people say you know because normally you know, like we said at the celebration when we went, I mean, we were talking about it when we met, weren't we? And it was, it was pretty conveyor belt, wasn't it? It was in and out. Yeah, you know. true. I, I think I mentioned the, 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 the hassle I had with the Felicity Jones one and I, I was really let down that she wouldn't personalise anything or it was just, you know, sign, go, sign, go, sign, go. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not expecting a, you know, 20-minute cup of coffee and a sit-down, but not, <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause, you know. Although she won't leave me alone now. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. She just keeps calling and, you know, I'm just like, Felicity, please, no, no more, please, no more. Listen, we got we to gotta edit this. I'm from Nottingham. You're not. Like, this, is, this can't happen. It's just, you know, you know, I'm too busy, Felicity. I'm just too busy with, you know. My club hates your club. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just bad. But Carrie, well, was I, Carrie, Carrie was absolutely awesome. She actually took the time to speak to us and you know she had a joke with us and asked where we were from and she was just everything you'd expect larger than life funny warm you know just amazing similar to mark hamill he was the same because when we were queuing for mark they were all like oh he's he's, he's not personally won't you know won't talk to you that what's it and he was one of the nicest guys there he was so cool so nice. so yeah so autograph wise I think I need about three more, three, four more to get the triple figures. Then you We're can almost retire. there. And then that's it. And then I can suddenly, <laughs> yeah, just think, why the hell have I done all this? And uh, what a waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, any waste of money because it's all memories, dude. That's it. It's, it's, uh, we're like comic right. book guys. We just go, oh, I've wasted my life. All right, I'm going to rein it back so... in here. We're going to, let's talk about some Han Solo. Some Han Solo. Ooh. You guys like that? Yeah, it's fine. You know my view on the Han Solo movie, don't we? We know that one. Well, I want you guys' opinions on our new director, Ron Howard. Mm. James, what do you think? Are you happy about the whole Phil Lord? I'm kind of happy about it. Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to do a good job. I mean, I'm kind of curious as to why they went with their first choice to begin with and not him directly, but I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I mean, like, El, El Kev, you got the inside scoop on this, like, two well, months before it happened. Uh, this, this, was, 
Amazing, yeah. We went to an event in Birmingham. Um, That's also in England. That is England. <laughs> all right, you've got to talk like that. All right, it's from Birmingham. All so, right. Um, all right. <laughs> and so, uh, oh, should, should we name the cast member or not? I don't think I should, should I? No, no, no. Yeah, no, we don't have to name him. That, that's it. But somebody who... Um, Violate an NDA or something. That could be, yeah, that what's it. But I was talking to, um, it was very, very sort of a, a low-key event. It was so, it was great because you could talk to, um, it was mainly Rogue One guests, but like not not major characters, but like Alistair Petrie was there and people like that. But there was this one mm-hmm. character who played um, a very small role and I was just talking about Rogue One and what she worked on and, you know, how she, um, <clears throat> how long she was on set for and everything. I says, oh, and then it got to the point where I was like, what, what are you working on now? And she's like, uh, well, funny enough, I'm I'm working on the Han Solo film. So oh, I was like, oh, here we go, here we go. And my my friend was with me, and I was like, well, look, you know, I've got to be honest. Having been a a Star Wars fan since I'm 43 now, since four years old, this is the one film that I am absolutely terrified of because Han Solo, my favourite character of all time, blah blah blah. And she was like, she like looked at me and was this girl, and she says, well, I can't say too much, but be worried or was it a he uh oh it's a she or he yes, yes one or the other we don't <laughs> want to disclose it. oh crap we're in a whole lot of pain now <laughs> no i know you told me what his name was but <laughs> we gotta say she go, i can't say the name but she played uh <laughs> <laughs> i was naming the actress's name but she was this person in the, this box so yeah so she said be very be worried and i was like Why? oh god What's going on? What's going on? And she says, well, can't go into too much, but things on set aren't right and blah, blah, blah. Or he or she was like talking and she says, just just, just watch this space in the next few weeks. I think I think we were talking and then I think it was must have been two weeks later. All the news broke of obviously directors being fired, rumblings on set between them and Kathleen Kennedy and Lawrence Kasdan and all this lot. And I was like, wow. That is amazing that it that it just broke like that. It was yeah. That's, I mean that's pretty heavy shit. Yeah, it was. That's, that's, that's big. Yeah, that's big. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the dude from the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, did you we're hear that? Over. Did you hear that thing about the cast like clapping when they heard the news? I heard that. I heard yeah. that crazy. Huge. That, that makes you really wonder what the hell is going on. Yeah. Oh yeah. It does. I mean, obviously, we're never gonna. It's probably gonna be one of those similar to Rogue One, where we. I mean, I don't think Rogue One was ever played by those troubles, but <clears throat> where you, you, we're probably never gonna know. But it might dribble out as you down the years down the road when people are interviewed. You know, like mm. my, my yeah, I, I, yeah. Once it's not so taboo to talk about that, you know, behind the scenes stuff, we'll find out within ten years yeah. what the actual <laughs> story was. After half these people are dead. Yeah, maybe it's like the JFK one where they have to tell you at a certain point. <laughs> exactly. Get away 50 years so we unseal this document. <laughs> yeah, and it, all it will say is they just didn't get on very well. <laughs> they just go, I've waited. Yeah, yeah. It's like, he's, like well, yeah. He's, he slept with her and cheated on him with her, so that just kind of put, <laughs> put all bollocks on the whole thing. Oh, yeah, that's what we want. That's what we want. <laughs> it turns into some sort of soap opera on the set of the Han Solo film. So. Yeah, but I mean, is that, I mean, one of the rumours was obviously that uh, I think it sounds like Lawrence Kasdan had a lot to do with it. Um, 
Yeah, Kazdan, because there are like creative rifts between them in Lucasfilm. Like they yeah. want the direction, and Kennedy and Kazdan did not. So yeah, uh, I mean, obviously the story broke that 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 they the directors. I mean, obviously the previous films they've worked on, you know, Twenty One, Twenty Two, Jump Street, and they like a lot of improvisation. And right. Kazdan was pretty adamant of you read the words I've written. <laughs> you know you. You know, you read the script, you stick to the script. I mean, obviously, with whether that's true, but yeah, it sounded pretty. Yeah, that, that well, they I, were getting the cast in behind his back to do additional scenes and scenes that they wanted. Yeah. So it sounded a mess, doesn't it? It sounds a mess. I'm ex- yeah. I'm I'm excited for Ron Howard. I mean, it's like he directed Willow with George Lucas, right? And Willow's mm, yeah. pretty much like a fantasy Star Wars, right? <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, that's true. Hey, he also did Apollo 13. Yes. And oh, that is, film. speaking yeah. of movies you can watch on Netflix forever until you die, Braveheart, mm-hmm. Apollo 13. Actually, is Apollo 13? He's, got a, he's got a mixed bag. Of, uh, yeah, he's got a mixed bag of movies. A Beautiful Mind. Yeah. yeah uh, da Vinci he's... Code. Frost he's... Nixon yeah. was really good. Nixon was great, actually, yeah. So, um, I think, yeah, I think he'll do a, a good job tidying it up and getting the vision he wants and but my overall view on that is leave Han Solo alone. <laughs> yeah, but dude, you've—I mean, it's they've—they've. Lucas uh, Disney has opened the can on this. Everything will be touched. We just have to accept it. <laughs> Everything's going to be touched. Everything's going to change just slightly. Every, I, I know. So believe I, me, believe me. What, what do you think I was doing? I was chomping my fingernails every time Grand Admiral Thrawn came on Rebels, and I was like, God, why is he in Rebels? Oh, Rebels. And that was cool. And yeah. why is his voice sound so beautiful? Speaking of Thrawn, uh, t- small tangent. Uh, Force Friday, there's going to be a Thrawn release in one of the waves. Am I right, Kev? Mm, yes. Yeah, there is, yeah. Ooh, did tell me more. The, um, did you see the San Diego exclusive? Yes, but without yeah. all the extras with it. So it's just going to be yes. bigger. Yes, yes. <clears throat> they, were, they were selling those at the UK event recently because uh, I, was, I was thinking of getting one and I've, I've not got around to it yet, but it, was pretty, it looked pretty good. Because obviously they had the Ray and Luke <clears throat> double pack, didn't they? I think there was um, a couple of others, an Obi-Wan. Was it, a, was it a Princess Leia and R2-D2 one and stuff yes. like that? Quite a lot of exclusives there. But the Thrawn one I was tempted with. I, I've got to be honest. I'm thinking that. <laughs> of course, yeah. <clears throat> um, but, um, yeah. Excuse me, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so back to Han Solo. Yes. New composer, John Powell. Heard of him? Know anything about him? Any movies I, he's composed? I know he did the Bourne films, didn't he? I know he yes. did the Bourne, the music for that. Obviously not the Moby songs, but the... Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I I do sort of love, um, I do collect sort of movie soundtracks and things, but this one was a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a surprise to me. Um, I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, there's like Shrek and How to Train Your Dragon and that shit, too. Yeah, yeah. it has a variety, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It'll be a right. wide variety. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, that one is, is yeah, I mean. <clears throat> X-Men, lasting. After, after the Rogue One, which was great, I actually thought that soundtrack was great. You know, I think, yeah, I think it, it's, you've you, just got to wait and see. You would have thought they would have just, like, been like, Jacino, just do every standalone film, please. 
That's what I well, I don't think Tom Williams should ever die, and then they can he can just keep going and just keep him going and let yes. him do every Star Wars film of all time. That is every fan's wish. Anyway. That yeah. is that is because oh yeah. man, the 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 oh, the fortieth anniversary panel that was just something else. Um, you went to you went to all the big panels. You went to that one, the the celebration panel. Well, you I went over to... from England. I'd have gone to flipping the George R. Binks panel at that point. I was, just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've come all this way. What can I go to next? Who's who can I see? Who can I see next? What can I uh, suffer um... through next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even know who this guy is, but let's go to his panel. He'll he'll do. He'll just... What's yep. he talking about? I don't know. We'll just go with it. Just go you know, with it. What was crazy for me during that whole because this is my first celebration. Ed and I both first our first celebration or any like big convention we've been to is the one of the most exciting people that I had met, or rather like excited to get this person's autograph was Timothy Zahn. Yes. Like yes. talk about hero that held Star Wars together for me from, yeah. from the nineties till today. I know we're sidetracking off of Han Solo, but whatever, he'll stick around. That's it. Mm. But like I don't know. It's just really. I mean, we got to meet Mark Hamill and got the photo, and got to meet some other ones, and 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 see a bunch of cool stuff. And we did the Last Jedi panel, which sucked. <clears throat> and like, you know, <laughs> sorry, did that slip out? Um, oh, I didn't hear that. Well, and hear and that. like, but it like meeting Timothy Zahn. Meeting Timothy Zahn was so cool, and getting like you know the special for uh, Star Wars uh, mm. celebration book, and then the Barnes and Noble black cover edition, which I think is yeah. the dopest looking one of all of them. Yeah, and then getting that oh my god, that was that was just so cool. I don't know, I was just like, dude, this is like my childhood hero is this perfect villain. <laughs> mm. But did you? Did, I never thought to ask you, did you know prior to going to the celebration that he was there? I uh, yes, yeah, I did. I didn't. I, I, I've got to be honest. For, for whatever reason, and that was just one of those surprises when I was. Um, I think it was. I can't remember if I was walking around with. I don't know if I was with my friend. I don't know if it was Stefan or Gemma because obviously Gemma came as well. Um, I should mention Gemma. She was there. Um, my friend Matthew was there, and I was walking around with somebody, and all of a sudden I was like, "Oh my God, Timothy's arms here." And it was just one of those bizarre things where I, I, I just, for whatever reason, did would not you, know. Would you say the force guided you? It, the midichlorians in my system were <laughs> attracted <laughs> sexually. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, so... <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. So yeah, that was that was just one of the rare surprises there. That was great. No, that was cool because there was just another goddamn line that we had to stand in for fourteen thousand hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dear God, I the mean, organization this... of that was pitiful, oh. wasn't it? Oh, you know, God. and what? A, and I guess what a first one for Ed and I to go to. Like, geez, <laughs> we're going, we're walking around everywhere. Everything's a line. Everything's a line. And then you see some. Oh, that'd be cool to go see. We have like an hour before it starts. Oh wait, we need to be in line like four hours ago. <laughs> but that's the thing yeah. is like. You could spend the entire convention in lines yeah. and not actually out on the floor enjoying all the, like all the booths and everyone's selling all the stuff and the souvenirs. For me, that was like super enjoyable seeing all these people's like yeah. 
their personal collections that they're selling and the art prints and the toys and the action figures and the collectibles and like FFG setting up X-Wing miniatures and oh, the, great. Yeah. and Armada yeah. and stuff like that was to me that was totally dope cuz I as I don't I don't collect a lot of things except I mean I do have all the old paperback books mm. like all of them and then <laughs> the Star Wars micro machines yeah, from glue. Oh, dude, they do. And do then, that. Uh, yeah. and then once I found out that X Wing Miniatures makes those beautiful replicas, oh my god, I just bought all those. But, but yeah, no, I mean, I I got Timothy Zahn's signature. That was dope. We we, it was I don't know. That to me, that was like a big highlight because that was like one of the few things that I really really yeah. wanted to do when I got there. And now I got it, and it's I'm staring at it framed right now. And it's pretty. Oh man, sp- that is so cool. But that was, I mean, this is, going back to what Ed mentioned earlier with Disney setting up, that I, I think, is it true that they are now going to run the next celebration on their own <clears throat> because of the amount of complaints they had on this one? Have you read that? No. Wait, what'd you say? I didn't read that. <clears throat> that. That Disney are going to run the next celebration in 2019 purely themselves because of how negative the feedback was from the I Orlando. Mean, I would be surprised. I always I mean, thought that's what was happening. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, if if anybody knows how to how to manage hundreds of thousands of people, (laughs) it's fucking Disney. I mean, (laughs) you've been to you've been to Disney World in those parking lots, like yeah, we went thousands. We went went on that trip. We went right, right. Yeah, we went down there after after we went to um, after the celebration to finish. We still had a few days, so me, Stefan, and Gemma went out for the day, and we sort of did some of the Disney's, and it was just brilliant it was just so brilliantly organized and you're just going we've just gone from the shambles of the celebration to just basically <laughs> anybody going yeah just go where you want it's a free-for-all or oh, you pay for that autograph well we've just let a load of people ahead of you that doesn't matter anyway so yeah, yeah I, i'm i'm absolutely sure I've, I've seen some um info somewhere on a blog or on a tweet something that that disney are actually going to run it themselves next in 2019 which it- it makes the most sense. Just do that. I feel better because this this one was terrible. I mean, of all of a lot of the events that I've been to, that that celebration for me, I'm especially going to it from where I'm from and spending that amount of money and some of the autographs I missed out on um, because of just how badly organised it was was such a disappointment. Um, yeah, such a disappointment. But, you know, you never know. We were in line for the Mark Hamill photo, Ed and I were. And we're like, do we stand here? I don't know. Do we stand here? And we're asking the question and like four people around us start to like inch in closer just in case we find out the answer because they have no idea. No, nobody did. Yeah, Nobody had nobody had any asked people that worked there. Three people gave us three different answers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, no, you get over there, bro. And I was like, no, no, you got to go over there, dude. And I was like, dude, <laughs> what the fuck is going on the worst, here? The worst one that I had, I had a similar thing because I had that day, I think it was the day, it was after the last Jedi panel, wasn't it? When uh, I left you guys after them because I had, um, I think I had three autographs booked, which were um, Ian McDermid, Riz Ahmed, and I think it was Alan Tudyk or something like that. I had three. Oh. And no, he came out the last no. Jedi and got it was shambolic. And then Ian McDermott, it took me three and a half hours in line to get me his autograph. 
<laughs> so I came, I got that finally, and it was about four o'clock, and then went over to the Riz Ahmed one because I thought I need to get him because I might not get his. Oh, he's gone home. He's gone home. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Are you kidding me? It's like, yeah, he's gone home. So I was like, where do you go then with the refund? Go over there. So I went to this line and stood in this line for about 20 minutes, got there. I need a refund. I've been told to stand here. No, this isn't the line, mate. It's that one over there, which was pretty much like <laughs> the longest line you've ever seen. And then I had to queue <laughs> for, another, for another, I think, another hour and a half to get a refund on those oh autographs God. that I missed out on on that day. And I was so angry at that point because I knew the day after I'd got like Felicity Jones, Forrest Whitaker, and um, who else had I got? I'd got another one booked and I can't remember offhand. So I've got three books that I got a refund on the Forest Whitaker one. So I'm thinking I can't do all of those in one day again. And just, um, and it's, it's such a regret because I really shouldn't have done that. I should have just stuck it out. But because of how bad it was, it just, yeah. it just put me off. And I'm sure, you know, I know you guys were telling me the same, you know, you had things like instances like that and, it was yeah it was it was pretty bad from an organizer i mean a brilliant trip and a brilliant oh you know, no but yeah trip, i mean but... the, the the content of everything was awesome is mm. just the execution of the orange county convention center was just miserable but after i mean a lot of the staff that i spoke to which i know i know i can understand maybe what they were just like we're just volunteers mate we don't know yeah, you know, uh, and you, know, you can't and you can't blame them if they're volunteers. No, no, no not totally. at all. So you're like, well, if you're not getting paid, you know, no wonder they don't care of, of, of where they go. Because we did like <laughs> no. a pre-order of things. We did like a so you could pre-order, you know, and it, you had like um, I think they were in section one, two, and three. So you were like, oh well, I'll get these, I'll get these. But they were just letting people in that had bought them on the day before that. So you were like, well, what is the point of pre-ordering them? What was mm-hmm. it, it? And you know, and there were all sorts of stories we saw on Twitter, similar similar to the queues to get in the event, where particularly the first night for the 40th anniversary, where they told you to queue at one set of doors, but then they opened another set of doors early, so they got in wristbands before some of the people that had been queuing overnight. And it was like, how the hell have they done that? How the hell is that so bad um, that they've let that happen? And, yeah, I mean, pretty, yeah, pretty poor overall. Fair. But, I, but I'm sure I've read that. Hopefully Disney does a good job. Yeah, I that. I really hope so because the, the the 2019 is just going to be huge because not having one next year is going to be huge, isn't it? Yeah. And it's a what Anaheim again? You said? No, we don't know. We don't know, but that's oh. a rumor. It could be in Lewiston, Maine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably <laughs> not. Oh yeah, it's coming it'll be to at the. Uh, It'll Nottingham, be at the uh, Augusta Civic Center, bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. We'll have that the weekend after the gun show, bud. <laughs> That'd be wicked good. It's coming to my local club just at the bottom of my road, a working men's club in England. <laughs> We're going to have the Star Wars celebration. They're so. all coming to my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd still be like, oh, not tonight. I can't be bothered. <laughs> just leave me alone. All right, so we're done Han Solo. Just one little episode nine bit. Before we get into the EW stuff, what do you guys think of this new writer stuff? Jack Thorne? I've never even heard of him. Looks like he does all British stuff. I don't know. Mm. Have, have you heard of him? Not really. Not really. So, um. This is England? 90? I, it, it's. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what you guys think. I don't know what to make of it. It, it could be a good thing. 
I mean, I've, I think the director issue is worrying. You think it's um, think it's like Disney being scared or Colin Trevorrow being scared, maybe and being like, I need, yeah, I need some. Other. I don't know. It's um, because it's, it's such early stages, I suppose, and you know, they always sort of bring the junkets out of this is just a normal, nothing to worry about. You know, it's just to help the story along and blah blah blah. But <clears throat> um, episode yeah, I mean, nine's a big, you know, it's got to be a big movie. It's got to be some, but you know. I believe it's it's relatively normal to have many minds looking in and writers and stuff, but to announce it means he's going to be writing a big chunk of it, right? Hmm. Didn't they have this with um, episode Rogan. seven though? Really, wasn't it? Oh, episode um, seven. Yeah, there was something with episode seven. Was it Michael Hardy was doing it, and then all of a sudden it was they didn't sort of like they took some of the stuff that he did, so. So they they rewrote bits there and changed it and things like that. So, um, yeah, I, um, I don't know. What do you guys think of that? Um, the, 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 I think it's. I don't know. I'm I fine think, with it. I mean, I I'm fine with it. I'm it'll not help it, I'm if not, anything. Yeah, I'm not worried think. about it. But what do you think, James? What stupid news? Well, I mean, <laughs> I have some ideas, but. I don't know. I mean, I'm a little nervous, you know, that they, yeah. they pick someone who's, what, co-written what, one of the Harry Potter ones with the Cursed Child or something like that. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. I don't know. I, I'm really, I, I don't have enough info about this. I don't know enough about this guy mm. to really make a firm I judgment. Think, no, I know, I know. And so that's why I'm a little bit scared. I mean, maybe they, they, there's something about his direction that they want to be able to go in because obviously Carrie Fisher is not going to be in. But this is this is the thing. Is is it changed because of certain obviously events that have happened? Right. <clears throat> you know, because that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. To me, I always thought that that, that Leia was going to be in all nine. Now, obviously, she's not. Has has it going to go in a different direction? Um, a fresh mind to kind of fix, yeah maybe maybe, maybe 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 right you know or how you know got to figure out how are they how are they cleverly going to kill her off off screen without it being or not even uh, kill maybe just write mm, off. or just write her or just write her off you know yeah yeah but I don't, yeah I do not envy who has to make that decision that's no yeah that's rough. But from a from a writing point of view, I mean, obviously, I think things are going to change there. So, you know, you know, the whole direction thing as well that concerns me with this one. Is he a good choice or not? I don't know what you guys think of this, but I've not been overly impressed with his other movies. So, is you know, you're thinking, well, but you know that time will tell on that because obviously we've been here before. Nobody really knew Irving, Irving Kirshner or at the time and he made the best one so I don't know with I suppose it depends how we feel after 8 doesn't it once that one's out how um, which we'll get on to in a bit but yeah I I think it's yeah I think with that with 9 you were hoping the director was getting changed huh I was in a way yeah (laughs) but maybe uh, yeah is it because of that movie he just did yeah (laughs) Book of, <laughs> what is Book of Henry, is it? I can't remember. 
and Jurassic World was pretty underwhelming to me. I don't know what you guys thought of that, but yeah, no, it was. I agree. I don't know um, how it got all the sales it did. Well, because no. it's—I mean—it's Jurassic Park, and everybody loves a reboot. I mean, Jesus Christ, they rebooted Spider-Man three times <laughs> in the past. Look, I feel like four years, but it's yeah. probably been more like fifteen. Yeah. I mean, how many more Spider-Mans can they, you know, but, yeah, so... They'll, they'll find some more to suck some more money out of the Marvel suckers, <laughs> but... Whatever. Are you implying that Marvel and Disney are absolutely, uh, yeah. When we get to this stage in about ten years, when there's a Star Wars film every year, we're just like... <laughs> I know, but we're we're so deep into it, it's just going to be like, whatever, man, bring it on. Just don't ruin Thrawn, or I'm going to firebomb all of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was called The Book of Henry. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. How many more, you know, young such and such films can we possibly have? You know, we're going to have a, um, I don't know, I don't even know anymore. A young he's talking doing, film. He's doing yeah, the like, oh. Jurassic Park. So, is he doing that one as well? That, yeah. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> well, think about this way. Think about this way. I mean, think about this. I mean. All these movies that are coming out, they all can't be done by super well-renowned, <laughs> amazing directors and, and writers and everything else. Like, they're going to have to bring in some fresh blood. Like, we're going to mm. see people that we've never heard of before, especially on, like, the new movies that once they get out of the once they get out of the, the third trilogy and into, like, the standoff, standalones and, you know other trilogies or whatever dual movies and things like that like they're gonna have to start picking these rando writers yeah. and directors out there because on one they won't be able to afford them all oh well, I, I mean it is he's, he's not directing the next he's he's writing for it okay yeah because colin Trevor is doing the directing right no he's not for the next one he's oh writing. right he's doing some writing for it i just oh sorry that. yeah no i totally just misread that <laughs> oh some guy named J.A. Bayona is doing it. Anyway. Yeah. But I, I do, I mean, I kind of, I mean, it's a strange one with it because, you know, we've obviously had, you know, they're going to have a different director now for each sort of film. And it's, you're right there. How do they pick who they want? But, you know, are we going to have a situation, say, like the Han Solo film, where they well, sort of put in two young, sort of ambitious you say so then, like the Han Solo film, it technically kind of happened with Rogue One too. So yeah, you almost I mean, got to think they got to rethink what they're doing. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Totally. You can't have it. You can't have your cake and eat it because they've either got to say give them if they're going to employ those, they've got to say to them right, imprint your vision on it. But then if they're going to interfere and go, no, I want well, my vision. I was kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, look, I mean, I, I, I mean, I love Rogue One. I think it's great, but. Um, it doesn't look like a film that was troubled, that was interfered with in that much, I don't think. Because, I mean, obviously the Vader bit at the end, which is brilliant. I mean, is, Some is, things I suspected uh, it, but maybe it was just yeah, because but, I but, knew. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you probably watch it, yeah, I understand that. But I think, well, you know, like with that, and then we've had this with the Han Solo film, I, 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 they must have known who they were employing and what their um, direction was like before they are employed well, you know what i mean because yeah. you know if you if you take your favorite directors like myself if you pick a scorsese or a chris nolan or anybody like that you know what you're going to get and then if they all of a sudden go i'm sorry we don't like what you're doing you're fired 
and then so the onerous well, is on Kathy well, and Kennedy is what yeah. you're saying. Well, more yeah. like they should have known. Like, they should have known what they were getting into. Absolutely, one hundred percent right. I I don't understand. You know, I'm all for giving Star Wars a new vision and giving it. That's why I like Rogue One. It was something a little bit different. It was a grittier Star Wars film, and I, I think most of it is Gareth. I think to be fair, I don't yeah. think that's had the trouble that. <clears throat> but it was obviously we all know the rewriting at the end, and well, I, think, you know, I spoke I think to Gareth a lot. decided, yeah, okay, I'll work with you and we'll change it up. And yeah, I think, I think he did. Chris yeah, Lund yeah, Phil, yeah. Rather Chris than Miller, going, Phil no, it's my way or I leave. They were like, yeah, yeah no, we want it the way we want it, and like, nope, yeah, sorry. But even you know that was obviously backtrack on that because there was so much in the trailers that that didn't make it, and that ending was obviously going to be a lot different, um, which is fine. And you, you know, all right, I understand they got the kind of the vision that they wanted. But then, you know, you you look at this with a Han Solo film. I mean, by all accounts, with, with Ryan Johnson, everything's gone smoothly and everything else. But, you know, there's probably going to be a lot more movies. So how are they how are they thinking about this from their point of view? Is it, do they want, because, you know, as much as I like Ron Howard, he's a safe pair of hands, isn't he? Do they want to just do it that way? Or do they want to do something different and maybe bring in a, you know, a, a, a more... Um, braver director say a younger director say an edgar wright or a james gunn or somebody like that that might yeah, go yeah we're going to do it our way you know we're going to do it you know um matt reeves who did the planet of the eight ones anybody like that that will may bring something different but then if they do that they've got to let them do it and then not interfere haven't they and say well actually we don't like that way you're doing it you're gonna yeah. do it this way <clears throat> so i'll taking your your argument from my standpoint so well, i'm an engineer is my real 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 day job day time job real person mm-hmm. job and anytime we're interviewed to do a building design lighting design architectural design like we spell out for the client what we're going to do yeah. just so that they're comfortable and they know what they're getting into when they start paying us money and hiring us like i feel like I feel like Kennedy and the other people like knew they they must have known has some inkling of what direction these guys were probably going to take it in. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. like, oh, I thought you're going to do something completely different. I mean, unless they like misled them purposefully and sold Disney like a false bill of goods mm. just to try to get in on the movie to get their names on it kind of thing. And it's like, oh, man, we did it. Let's go crazy with this thing now. But th- th- Exactly right. Because I mean, surely you know direct you know a director always has his own <clears throat> excuse me his style and his way of directing you know you you just read different views of different directors and they'll go yeah he works this way he works that way you take the han solo film i mean you know probably the cast of 21 22 jump street the lego movie whatever they did would would say yeah that this is how they work you know they work a lot of improvisation they like to be off the cuff so then when it further down the line, when it's come out that Lucasfilm and they didn't like that, or Kathleen Kelly didn't like that, or Lawrence, Kelly, you know, you're thinking, well, they must have known what they were getting. Mm. They must, you know, and you know, I mean, like you said earlier, going back to the point you made with, his, with the Colin Trevorrow one and the, the episode nine stuff. I mean, he's well, I don't think he's directed many movies. He's probably only done two or three, I believe. I, I mean, I don't. Yeah. And so it's, big, it's, like, a, it's a big risk to put an episode or... nine. Yeah, to put an episode nine, yeah. you know, which is going to be the, you know, I mean, whatever their plans are. I mean, it could be the the last in 
that saga, couldn't it? In that sort of nine film saga, that could be the very last film. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, should they be really giving it to a relative unknown who, to me, has done two, an average movie and a pretty poor movie? You know, it's... I don't know, they got it Jack Thorne a... writing it now. No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going back to it. Maybe they, everything will be fine. Um, I still, I'm still waiting for the, um, the the David Lynch Star Wars film. You know, I've already got... He was rumoured for Return <laughs> That's the Star Wars film I've, I'm desperate to see. Good grief. Can you imagine that? What a movie that would be. <laughs> oh. You'd come out of a Star Wars film just going... What happened there? What the hell did I do? <laughs> Can someone please explain this to me? Yeah. <laughs> you go, was it good? You get, it was great. What was going on in it? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely don't know. They were talking dwarves and giants in there, and oh, it was all over the place. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, that... <clears throat> you guys ready but for think... the uh, Entertainment Weekly stuff? Yeah, let's do it. Ooh, yeah. Get her done. So this, is, this might be a while, but we'll tackle it. So Anthony Bresnikin from the uh, Entertainment Weekly released an eight-part info dump, is what I like to call it, <laughs> of uh, The Last Jedi. Like yes. And you can see it on the website at EW.com. The first, and we'll, I guess we'll just go through each part. Do you guys have it open or just going to wing it? We'll wing it. Um, I can get it. Oh, I got you, baby. It's just for like photos and stuff. Sure, so sure. part one is about pretty much Ray meeting Luke and what Luke's mindset will be, right? At the oh, this is don't meet your heroes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, mm. so yeah. Uh, I think it's, maybe this is like meeting Billy D. Williams. So apparently, it, he, <laughs> he says it isn't the Luke she's heard about. It's not the one we know. Yeah. Better. This is a broken yeah. man. One would have preferred to stay lost. One who would have preferred to stay lost. And he feels Ooh. the same way about that lightsaber that she's holding out to him. Yes. So the fact, so Mark Hamill says, the fact that Luke says, I only know one truth, it's time for the Jedi to end. He says, I mean, that's a pretty amazing statement for someone who was a symbol of hope and optimism in the original films. Yeah. It's, he says, I like that. He says his jaw dropped when he first read it. Oh. But, but I think, doesn't this tie in with... Don't you think that sort of ties in with what Mark Hamill said when he first got the script and he sort of said something like, I fundamentally disagree with everything you've done with my character. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's, <laughs> yeah. Which, Except it sounds like came out amazing, so... <laughs> yeah, but like, it's obviously, yeah, and it's it not it the says... loot we know, is it? It's not the loot we know. Right. And it goes on to say this rejection hits Ray's abandonment issues hard. So, mm. Yeah. Young See, I, I, I think the way that those two are going to play out in this next film is one of the main reasons I want to see this film. I think this, I'm genuinely, genuinely excited about this film. Yeah. And so she, Ridley, Daisy Ridley says generally, Ray is welcomed because she's such a nice yeah. person. No one yeah. ever really turns away from her. She says. But that changes when she ri- arrives on, and I just learned this pronunciation today. It's Och To. Och To. Yeah, it's not Och To. I've, <clears throat> I've been saying that. Yeah, Och To. Och To. Och To. Och To. 
So that Go was about to say, like, Riddler's... that was either incredibly uh, Nazi Germany or Klingon, <laughs> which was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with Klingon. Mm. Oh, that's, yeah, let's go all Klingon. But yeah, I. This so is. Ham- the... Hamill says, does he not know her? But does he not know her? In a separate interview. That's I don't, the yeah. Star Wars fans, the question the Star Wars fans have been de- debating for two years. And it says, yeah. soon they'll learn the answer. Oh, shit. Oh. Now, uh, will they will they learn the answer of whether he knows her or not, or are they <laughs> going to say that we're going to find out the answer of who she is, where she's from? Just because he knows her doesn't mean jack shit. He could yeah. say like, "Oh yeah, I know you. It's cool." What we need to know is from where? Where did you come from? Yeah, but does yeah. it matter? That's the other question. And does it matter? Or will exactly. it matter? Right. Is it really just from some, you know, make made up non-canon, I'll say non-canon characters that we've never heard of before that will just be like, poof, here they are? Or is there some deeper tie-in? But would you... If <clears throat> if there's not some deeper tie-in, would you... You'd be disappointed with that, wouldn't you? If it wasn't that. Well, I or mean... Would you? Or would you, be, would you... Because I'm at a stage now where there's so much speculation of Ray, and well, you know that's become a pretty much that you're thinking if it wasn't a significant, you'd kind of be disappointed. Well, because in Force Awakens, Han clearly knows who she is. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. He he knows, and then by the end of it, Leia knows too. Yes. Okay, so they know something is up. They know who she is, or at least who they think she is. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. But with all you that, I mean, unless unless he's something to do with them directly, if she's anybody else but Luke's, are you going to kind of go, well, that do doesn't s- make any sense. Are you saying that because... It's like the Maz one, Maz when she's Kanata going like, asks, this was... Is that yeah. why you're saying Han knows? Yeah. Because when yeah. Maz Kanata asked him, like, where, I guess... Right, and then they cleverly panned away. I don't know that's mm. clearly he knows. Okay. Clearly, mm, now, now, there's guess, definitely so. some subtle, yeah. subtle eye contact that he's like, "Hey, you should stick around and work on the Falcon because you're yeah. awesome and cool. I, I, and you're I, my I, daughter." There's something, something more. Han Solo knows. Okay, so, <laughs> so listen to this. Listen to this. This is from Go this on, is from the EW article. A big part okay. of Ray's future will be uncovering her own past. Who is connected yes. to her? Where did she come from, and why was she cast away? Yes. As she tries to pick up her own pieces, she may find they fit together well with the remnants of Luke Skywalker. Working together, they may become whole again. Oh, for fuck's sake. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? That was, that was, that was just poetic. So deep. That was so deep. That was Poetic man, that was so so poetic. I thought you were going to burst into a little song there with the yeah. whole again bit or something. <laughs> that was, but oh man, this is—it's getting almost like you know, with Ray and her parents. It's just like whatever happens, do you not think you're just going to be disappointed? Mm. Do you think this is know. getting too too built up and built up? I, I think yeah. I how well, I think 
to the fault of us fans and the fan base, we've built it up way too much. Yes. And Disney's yeah. like, oh, fuck. They think it's this huge, big, huge thing, <laughs> but it's not really. So, sorry. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is it just getting... Well, I think I think Ray's yeah. going to have to figure out Luke, figure out what the hell's wrong with him, and get him back on the right track. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And whatever she finds out about her past, it better be some good fan service. Otherwise, people are going to be pissed. We will be writing in the cinema. Fucking trash this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Burn them all! <laughs> it'll, it'll be all the midichlorian bit all over again when you're like, what the fuck is this? Let's just yeah, trash this cinema right now. It's just okay. like, fuck. Oh, God. Let's just get out of here. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think that at this point, given that every friggin' possible scenario has been flushed out, mm. I don't think she's a solo kid. No. I don't think so. And also, you know... But, but doesn't that lead into the fact that... that so a, a question then at that point is, if she's anybody else but a Skywalker, is it not going to be... Are you not going to be disappointed? I mean... Because if she's <clears> not going to be anything to do with Leah or Han, then... She must be Luke's. Who else? What else? What other Luke can they get? Unless she's a creation of the Force or something, isn't it? Or she's the well, chosen one. Or well, the um, the whole midichlorian conception thing is way too fucking cheesy, and they better not pull that <laughs> shit again. And Luke being the parent, like maybe, but they never really introduced anyone for him to be a significant other. Yeah, with like there exactly. wasn't. There wasn't anything given, so I don't know. I, like, we want the big revelation to be this awesome revelation. Yeah. But how can it be a big res- revelation until we, unless we have something to connect it back to? Be like, yeah. oh wait, we saw this character with this person, and that's their whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there's not going to be that super, yeah. um, uh, that that clairvoyance that we're going to look back and be like, oh man. It all adds up and makes sense. I feel like we're not going to get that with us. They're going to come up with some explanation. They're going to say like, "Oh yeah, I'm the daughter of uh, whatever." <laughs> dumb nuts and yeah. dumb nuts here. That'll be explained in a future book, novel, and movie. You think they'll do it like a um, uh, Jerry Springer type reveal, like a Jeremy Kyle one over here, where they just kind of oh yeah, like a, oh, oh yeah. They they have like a paternity test, and they come on, and it's like, okay, oh, yeah. Ray. We've we've got three little dads here. We've got one, we got two, Luke, we got Han, and we have uh, Chewie. And, and then she's all like, "No way, man! You don't know me. You don't know me." And it's like, yeah. Oh, and then all man. of a sudden, uh, Billy D. Williams comes out. and He's like, "I'm the father, bitch." <laughs> Hello, what have we here? What have like, hey, we here? what have we here? That would be the best scenario. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. That Maybe shaky you old bastard take him fucking ten years just to watch the podium. So. uh some more on Luke's, Luke's state of mind here. It says, his dreams are different now. Less hopeful, more regretful. But deep down, the farm boy turned warrior turned exile would also like to meet the hero known as Luke Skywalker again. Oh. What great Wait, what? Doesn't this, isn't there again? something... He's trying to he find, find himself, himself again? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but is he... Is this, he's the same age as Obi-Wan. Wasn't yeah, in, in episode four. But doesn't he have a kyber crystal around his neck or something that's supposed to be a Sith? Ah, uh, yes. Yes, yes. What? That was reported so, on Making Star Wars. 
yes. like you making Star Wars. Oh, uh, yeah. Th- that he's obviously the outfit that he did. It. So he's it, obviously he's going to be sort of, you know, troubled and part of the dark side and things like that. Has he, you know, is that where, you know, he's... Yeah, who's Chris? He's at, isn't he? Yeah, he, this is where he's at, isn't he? He's is kind of... Vader's? But then they think yeah. maybe Kylo has Vader's. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's, there's, so if that's the case, obviously it's not, it's not going to be the loop that we are yeah. familiar with. Hence what Mark Hamill has said about it, hasn't he? The script and how kind gonna, of dark we've gotten in it. I'm going to stick with my hope that Luke's lightsaber is in R2 just waiting. For that <laughs> 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 and the little slot opens up and it just pops out and you're just going to be, yes, we're on now. to accept that he's abandoned his life. Yeah, except that yeah. spring is so rusted it goes like two feet and R2 goes, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hope so. Oh, Sorry. I need some astromech Viagra to get it going again. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Just can't really extend out yeah, to the R2, distance it used to. R2. Just take this blue pill, R2. You'll be fine. <laughs> Come step in the Never Never Land. <laughs> Let's see how deep the rabbit hole goes. Yeah. Yeah, so what else blue. did we get, Ed? What else, what else so was there? That, the, next that... part, the next part two talks about Finn. Finn. So this says Finn. Finn's Finn's going undercover, isn't he? Yeah. Well, it starts out. Well, Finn... oh, we see, yeah, we see him and the uh, the new actress in the imperial uniforms. Yes. Yes. Okay. So this says it actually starts out. The movie starts with him wanting to abandon them again. Remember how mm. he was tried to like leave? So it says you can't blame him. He's been critically wounded by a lightsaber attack that still burns and has never quite healed. He oh, watched... give me a. He watched Han Solo, <laughs> another reluctant hero, die horribly at the hands of his own son. Finn did his part. Starkiller base has been destroyed. Now he wants out. Yeah. So it goes on to say, like, then, like, he encounters Rose, who happens to be, like, some low-life, not low-life, but, like, everyday mechanic, I think, on a ship. Yes. And Low-ranking like, mechanic She's there, like, looking up to him, like, oh, you're, like, that yeah. hero that helped destroy Starkiller Bay? And it, like, you know, reinvigorates him to help out again. Yeah. So on and so forth. So, so he's also that? depressed in this one? Yeah. There's oh, so yeah. many depressed people in this one. This is definitely a movie for the millennials. Jesus. Yeah. What's everybody's str- everyone's struggling with their inner feelings? Hmm? What do you think their undercover mission is? Well, I, okay. So I think it has to do with the whole hacking thing. Because remember they had to go... There's... Uh, I think Making Star Wars also reported this. but uh, Oh, no. It's on the EW thing. The Benicio yeah. Del Toro character, he's a slicer. The DJ, yeah. Yeah. He's, sure, he's, sure. He's like the Star Wars version of a hacker. So yeah. they have to hack some kind of info, and I think that, that has to do with them maybe have to go in disguise, go on that big superstar destroyer. Well, you think the info's like vital to the resistance and they've got to get it or something? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're looking for like a home base or where uh, where Snoke is kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. Mm. Yeah. The very the very tall Snoke, apparently. Have you very seen that? Very tall Snoke, yeah. Yeah. There's the action figure set coming out with a very tall Snoke, apparently. So, yeah. did you see the pictures of uh, Canto Bite, the casino? Yes, I did. Yeah. What did it remind you of? Um, what did it remind you of? Well, like that main building reminded me, reminded me of Jabba's palace. I like cylindrical. 
think if I'm remembering. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I thought you were. Yeah, sorry. I see what you mean. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. But other um, than that, it, like I, I see feed, fate, what you know, Naboo, whatever. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's just kind of following in the Luxury, Star Wars design, isn't it? And yeah, Vegas of yeah, Star Wars. Snoke is a Camino one. Random Snoke theory from James. Hey, well, <laughs> not, uh, the Snoke theories. That's not. We're not touching that one, are we tonight? No, <laughs> no, no, no. We gotta do that. We gotta do it for the next one. Yeah, get it over with one. and done. Yeah, and then we've got the lovable Porgs, haven't we? Oh yeah. So <laughs> off to the Porgs. Oh. Let's, so come on. Let's talk about what? Porgo. Porno. Yeah. Porgo. So, do you think uh, this is just? Do you think this is Americans, just? Americans, eighty-three percent marketing. Uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, surely That's, they're not. I'm fine with that though. Like, I own a bunch of stuff. So. Did you get the? Uh, <laughs> did you Did you get the book, Chewie and the Pogs? No, it's not out yet. I don't think. Oh, when's it out? You pre-ordered it. <laughs> Surely the book of the year is Chewie and the Porgs. I mean, the Porgs better watch out. Chewie might eat them all. Oh, yeah. But they're they're saying, uh, I mean, according to also um, Entertainment Weekly, Chewbacca will be volatile in The Last Jedi. That's right, volatile. Yeah, he's... I mean, if he's not not pissed off about Han dying, then what the fuck has he been doing the last, like, whatever, (laughs) 50 years? I hope he eats Porgs. yeah. <laughs> did you guys see that photo of him with like feathers in his mouth? Like people think he actually did eat one. Uh, is there like... really? I've yeah. not seen that. There's like a white How feather, like it's a side profile of him in a cockpit, and he's got like a. Yeah, yeah, I see it. I don't think it's a feather. It's probably some kind of microphone or just some some blemish on the. That's an Entertainment Weekly, isn't it? That one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Sorry, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> no, is Chewie there's... eating the most adorable creatures to join Star Wars Cinematic Universe since the Ewoks? <laughs> a porg? We, we, we know that the dark Jedi, uh, with the Last Jedi is going to be dark, but then, wow, that's something else, isn't it? It che- definitely looks like a feather. Though. It does. <laughs> it's just a blemish on the, uh, on, the, on the cockpit window. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, because yeah, we've got that new species in it that are native to... Um, Ashto, is it that we say? Um, Ashto. Ashto, yes. The new. Um, are they supposed to be like. Um, what are these spiritual. Um, the caretakers? No. The caretakers, yes. Uh, of the planet, aren't they, or something? Um, yeah, so there's a picture of them. They kind of look. Yeah, there's two of them together, isn't they? Um, with noses, like, like they're pit bull lizards or something. Yeah, that's it, yeah. That's it. They're like a but fish yeah. bird type. Alien I I don't I don't think that they're, they're just to be just to throw people off the scent and get them talking about something else. I'm sure they're just for that purpose at the minute. Or they just put a little photo of them and put a little get the porgs and stuff like that. And they surely <laughs> they're literally going to have surely think, have very little screen time. I think they're priests. I really do. I think well, priests. That's Johnson that's, says you know what, they've. I'm trying to think. For they've been there for brain meltdown. That's it, priests. Yeah, they've been there for thousands of years, and they keep yeah. up the structures on the island. Says Ryan Johnson. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. They're all. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays in. I bet that'll mm. be pretty cool. Yeah, 
So they're all nuns. They're all female. Uh, says John. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Go on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go on. Uh, what I, else was? What I else was I read something where like they didn't like that Luke was there. Something about that. Uh, ah. Oh, because Luke was eating them to stay alive. Yeah, like <laughs> taking dumps everywhere and yeah, cleaning it up. That was the equivalent of Domino's to him, wasn't it? That was the equivalent. Like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, Papa John's or the Papa John's pizzas of the uh, celebration. That was like Luke just going, "Oh, we've got to have these briefs oh, for dinner again." I mean, Jesus, I've... what else can we have? It's kind of. What's for I'm dinner tonight? Pogs or these priests? You're like, oh, come on. I mean, come on. There's got to be other things to eat on here. There's got to be more than this. <laughs> oh, oh, that wow. was fun. That was fun. Yeah. So, well, is that all you got for the Porgs, Ed? Yep. Yeah, we're moving on to Snoke and the Elite oh. Praetorian Guards. Now, they mm-hmm. do look good. They are similar to the Royal Guards, aren't they? they are... Did you see the leaked photo of Snoke? Yes. I can't remember who leaked them. But, the one, uh, oh, they were they, um, they were on the um, were they on uh, making starwars.net as well? With the link to the yeah, they, they were mean, like they, they reported it, but I don't know who actually leaked it. They were the um, yeah, there was they were kind of like publicity shots, weren't they, of all the, yeah. a lot of the main characters? And yeah, then, like you know the photos you send to like Hasbro and then yes, toy yes, because there was like Ray, um, Kylo Ren, Kylo, I think there was about three Kylo Ren in different poses, weren't they? I think there were yeah, Ray, Luke. It was like the Luke one with his arms out, wasn't there? Like his arms sort of stretched in sort of like a, um, yeah, almost like a crash pose, I suppose. Um, what else was this? Was, that, was there a Leo one as well? Um, and then obviously the Snoke ones were the ones that got most people talking, weren't they? Because it was actually in the flesh now rather than by a hologram. Right. Um, There's like four different holes in his like neck. Yeah, the blue eyes, isn't it? Is it like the blue oh, eyes yeah. as well? Really, like wicked same... blue, wicked. Yeah, mm, yep. yeah. Um, like White Walker blue. Yeah, yeah. Which Absolutely which White makes Walker me blue. think, like Sith or dark force users generally have like, you know, scary dark yeah. red eyes or yellow or like blue what is, is it? not a color that comes to my mind when I think. Yeah. Of dark force user. Was, well, that wasn't that the theory of um, from obviously the Bane trilogy books that if it was um, the character from there because he wasn't he was never a, he was just a dark Jedi rather than a true Sith. Um, oh, the guy, uh, yeah. Yeah, who, no, it's gone out of my head now. Holocron for like yeah, living forever. Yeah, who who ran away with the Holocron and the Sith Holocron and then was never Revan. No. Um, Oh, good grief! Come to me in a second. Yeah, it will genuinely come to me in a minute. He was a Jedi Um, that turned dark. So literally, he was the dark Jedi at the end of it who got away with. uh, Like he was going to be what's her name's apprentice, but then ducked out at the end. Yeah. Um. Oh. Um. Oh shit! You're right. Uh, Yeah. Well, I need to reread. I need to reread those books. Yeah, I've read them recently as well, and I flipping can't remember his name. Um. I mean, that's that's, that's so bad, honestly. Well, honestly, when you get over forty, you're absolutely that's it. Your brain goes. Mm. All the time. It's uh, <laughs> it's one of those. Oh um, man, Kev. Oh, well, do you man. think? Do you think this might be a good time to end the first podcast? Yeah. Let's and then we could pick this up as the leading topic for number two. Yeah. 
We've got it with the Snoke theory and I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, Snoke theory is going to take at least an hour. Yeah. Or five minutes because and it, and it's it, all it, bullshit. And it is two thirty in the morning over here. Yeah, the next part <laughs> is Leia, which is all stuff we knew about. We need to talk about Leia. Yeah. She, and... she butts heads with what's her name. Yes. Uh, the senator, the general. Yeah. Sorry, general. Laura, Laura Dern. Dern. Laura Dern's character. Oh, I love Laura Dern. So this, I, I'm so glad she's in the Star Wars film. So yes. yeah, she's wearing um, purple, looks, or purple hair. Yeah, very um, Hunger Games, as people have pointed out. Mm. Yes, indeed. Mm. Yes. Which is quite intriguing. Um, I mean, I'm so uh, I'm so looking forward to seeing Benicio and uh, Laura Dern in a Star Wars film. I just hope they're not side characters. You want to you know, talk about the, the I know. and then call it? We've got sure. that, way, to be that way we'll be done with EW and then we can just sure, refresh sure. next time. Now this one is intriguing, Benicio, because I've had a, I had theories on Benicio's character being somebody majorly significant. Um, right. And my original theory, before I read anything, was it was going to be um, uh, from Rebels, um, the kid in it, Ezra. Um, Ezra. But I've changed my mind on that now. I don't think that is going to happen. Um, it sounds like he's he is going to be some sort of just you know criminal underbelly, isn't it? But do you, yeah. would you not think he would be more than that, Benicio del Toro? I, mean, I hope. But could I be the job of the hut of the series. <laughs> True. True. It is Benicio del Toro, and you're thinking, don't just let him be some sort of shifty under underworld dealer or something. But then, who could he be? He's who could shifty. he be? If he was, yeah. If he was a significant, but I'm sure he's going to be pivotal to episode eight. I'm sure there's got to be something that, because um, he's kind of so mysterious at the minute. That character, isn't it? It's right. Even just it's... with the initials, it's like you know, what, what is he? Who is he? How significant is it? I mean, I read. I think it says something on their head, doesn't it? About Everybody kept saying he was playing a villain. Yeah, mm-hmm. but not real, like, he's ish. not seeing it that way. Yeah. 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 Sounds chaotic neutral to me. Yeah. So Boyega says, just... like, we just need a code breaker, and he's the best in the galaxy. Unfortunately, yeah. he's very dodgy and only in it for the financial gain. He doesn't fight for any side. Mm, like so, yeah. Chaot- that's Han Solo. That's yeah. Han Solo, then, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's chaotic neutral. Right there. He might be the Lando of this. Yeah. See, they haven't. See, they, yeah, they're not going to announce who's in episode nine yet. So if if he's is he going to carry on into episode nine in some significant way? Um, you know, kind of like maybe Lando did in from Empire to Jedi. Is he going to be sort of one of those? Um, you know, do you think he'll know anybody? You know. At, there, do you think he'll have any significance to the resistance or anything? Will he know? That's a good question. Yeah. yeah, will he know? I mean, this, know, this says he kind of benefits from the war because you know. Yeah. Yeah. Helping both sides. Helping both sides, making money on both sides. Making money, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, yeah, that, I, I find that one. I mean, obviously, that's such a. Well, there's so many intriguing parts of episode eight at the minute that we've just got to wait to find out. But yeah, um, that to me is a 
just a brilliant bit of casting. I can't wait to see what. Yeah, that's very intriguing. I'm looking. Yeah, what what happens there with with that and and the Laura Dern one as well. I'm, you know, I mean, I think we spoke earlier. I, I love David Lynch films, and she's a significant. I just can't wait to see her in a Star Wars film. That is, um, just well, ace. So. Here's the quote yeah. he said to Entertainment Tonight. He said, "I don't know if he's a villain." People are saying that, but it's like yes. they read a different script than I read. That's it. That's yeah. the one. That's the quote I read as well. Yeah, that was obviously on that website. That was like, yeah, because I don't know what it is. You, you know, with, with Benicio, you just automatically. Ex- I don't know why, but I expected him to be a villain. You guys know what DJ stands for, or have a educational guess? Go no. for it. I, I have no idea. I'm... <laughs> I... Darth. Yeah, Darth. Jim, Darth Jim, it's something or something like that. <laughs> what could that be? What, it's just going to be initials, isn't it? Dustin uh, Johnson. <laughs> Def Jam. He's, Def he's Jam. a golf player. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think we'll find out soon enough. But whatever it is, he's going to be sneaky as fuck. Yeah. So it's, it's got to be. Is that it on the Entertainment Weekly stuff? Yeah. So must, is that, uh, yeah. There's. Kylo Ren. They talk about Kylo Ren, but who cares? Captain yeah, Phasma. fuck that guy. Fuck that. He killed on so like fucking. Uh, I guess we get to see Phasma help without her. Ah, uh, yes, the big woman. And she fights. Yes. With yes. that staff that apparently extends out, like it can, you can put it on your belt, but then she like unhooks it. And it Is she gonna have? Um, she's she's surely gonna be after Finn. Uh, um, I think so. Yeah. She's going to be very annoyed at him. Oh yeah. <laughs> Finn, I'm annoyed at you for putting me in that trash compactor. Yep. Um, it's now time for my revenge. <laughs> I hope she ends up being yep. some like alien. She takes off her helmet. No, well, I've um, cool. I've got the uh, of Tarth. the Phasma. <laughs> I've got the Phasma graphic novel in coming. I think in about three. I think that's out September the first here. Oh yeah, yeah. Which fills in the backstory of Phasma from. Force Awakens 2. Um, so we can maybe talk about that once that's out. I think some of the individual ones are out now, but I've, I'm just waiting for the the hardback. The yeah, the vault, you know, everything there. And I think that's that's I think that's about two or three weeks. So that'd nice. be interesting. I'll get the, I'm going to get that as well because I, I like yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I do. I love that stuff. Yeah, I, I think the Marvel stuff's been great so far. So um, yeah, I need to get to the storm by the Darth Vader series. They're, they're really good. That. Yeah. We'll have to talk that on another, another one because uh, yeah, I've read most of them. So, um, nice. But I think yeah, I think that's yeah, pretty that's much it. the episode. Yeah. So, shall we talk Snoke next one? Yeah, let's do oh. Snoke on the next one. Yeah, maybe a little All right. Bane with Snoke. And... <laughs> yeah, see if there's any similarities there. Probably not, but we'll see. But it gives us time to think of the wildest theory we can think of with that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening in to the world premiere of the scruffy-looking podcasters. As you can tell, we are a pretty scruffy-sounding, or even worse, scruffy-looking. <laughs> Anyways, all? yeah, that's all I got. So, from James and Ed and Kev, good night. Where can we find you on Twitter? Oh, Rack. You can find me. I changed my handles. You can find me at Hebert two zero seven. That's H E B E R T two zero seven. And I'm Ed. I'm at Scruffy Looking Ed with no G. 
Scruffy looking Ed with no G. What about you, Kev? You on Twitter yet? Not yet. I'll be on it. God damn it, Ed. Fucking I mean, God damn it. I'll, I will embrace it. I'll embrace technology. Don't That's worry. That's where I'll like all the Star Wars fans are, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I know. I know. Out definitely. there. Yeah. Well, well, thank you very much, folks. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned and keep following our stuff and be cool. And may the force be with you all. This party's over.